Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Jordan Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your monastery of the mind. Your you her- no, hermitage me. of the heart, monastery of the mind. Right. You want to well, start? you threw me off with how you said I, it. I did? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we can just move forward. It's well, okay. we can. We, yeah, we lift our hearts. Waste, and mi- I don't want to waste any time. I know. We lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints and the teaching of the church to ha- help us to navigate the tumult of this life. And today we're with. I have to say, one of my favorite guests ever with uh, a movie that is in my top five list of all time, Nefarious, uh, Carrie Solomon. Why don't you introduce him, Jordan? Carrie Solomon is the writer, director, and producer of Nefarious. He's also made God's Not Dead, Do You Believe, and Unplanned, among many others. Welcome back, Carrie. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, and for folks, if you missed uh, if you missed the first... Uh, the first show, you you got to go out to spiritualdirection.com yeah. and check it out. Carrie is a blast. Uh, he's devout, on fire, Catholic. We I just loved uh, doing this, the first show with him. And if for some reason this disappears off of YouTube, I, you, you know, I guess what's funny, well, terrestrial radio hearers will know this or our email friends, but head out to Rumble. We, we've right. begun to post on Rumble because um, some some of these platforms, of course, are very uh you off just for speaking the truth unfriendly to yeah. to the truth what i wanted to get to so i had some involvement with ted bundy i worked for dr james dobson when uh, uh bundy was headed for death row and dobson was one of the most prominent evangelical figures in the 90s under ronald reagan he uh was on the pornography commission which was very famous and um was part of what was called the moral majority with billy graham and, and those guys and um, I was in, I worked in the office of the president. So uh, we've got thousands of letters because Bundy, as he was on death row, of course, he was a serial killer. He wrote to Dr. Dobson because he, he was going to die. There was no, there was nothing that was going to make the execution go away. But he, his, he had kind of reinvigorated his faith in prison before he was dying. He was doing a Bible study. He wanted to help guys and help the world understand how incredibly destructive pornography was but at that time i was protestant i had converted to catholic church i didn't really understand possession i didn't really understand all this but we met with the district attorney the prosecuting district attorney and his wife who had befriended bundy which is fascinating and um when we met with them they she described being in a room with him he was brilliant of course he did his own defense and he was very good at evading the police and you know all of that. But he, um, he, there were times when she would talk with him, they would talk with him, and he was totally normal. And then there were times when the evil was pal- so palpable she had to leave the room. Now, Protestants don't have a theology for this of he's a believer, and he, it seems totally legit to me, but yet he's probably possessed right right? or he has this grave evil so this brings me to my point about nefarious my question about nefarious carrie was was it based on uh facts was it a conglomeration of uh serial killer cases or was it uh, uh how did you come up with the uh the story 
Oh, I think we're always influenced by things that are in real life in, you know, as we go through life, there's a thousand, a million different things that influence us and they stay in the back of our head or whatever. Uh, and it's how we learn. It's how we grow. But the bottom line is, no, we didn't base it on any true life story or anything like that. What we based it on was uh, we wanted to do, we had always been fascinated with the idea of C.S. Lewis's screw tape letters. Yeah. Uh, but it was kind of farcical and it was comedic and kind of, you yeah. know, and, uh, you know, I looked at Chuck many years ago and I said, we should do something serious about that. And then, you know, uh, I was a convert in 97, 98. My mom was Protestant. My dad was Jewish, which so, it, you know, how I became a Catholic only in the Lord's hands, uh, which was amazing. Best thing I ever did. But so we 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 just felt that it was a great thing to do. I mean, we just and I will tell you that the Lord has had his hand on us when we did unplanned. I, I went out and I got unplanned about three, four, five, six years before we were going to make the movie. We were all excited. And literally in my head, the Lord said, not yet. And I was so bummed out. And he made us sit on the bench for like five or six years. And then one night, Chuck and I were both in the office over a conference table uh, getting ready to do something. I don't know. Maybe it was God's night. I don't remember. Uh, and the Lord said, now, man, both of us heard it in our head and we both looked up and that's when we started on plan. What I'm, I'm driving at is this, is that two years later, you know, we brought it out and then within two years, Roe v. Wade was overthrown. Mm. And so I know that the Lord used Unplanned at that perfect time. We were so bummed out uh, when, when we got the rights four or five years ahead of time that I was walking around moping because we really wanted to do it. <laughs> and the Lord said to me, not yet doesn't mean no, it means not yet. And I was right. like, oh, you actually mean what you say behind the word, you know, that kind of thing. I know that sounds crazy, but that was what, what happened. So I believe that the timing on this was what made us do it, that the Lord, because we wandered here and there and he kept bringing us back to it. So I, I just think it's like I would ask your viewers, uh, when you walk at your house in the morning, is there something wrong? Do you feel it in the air? Is it everywhere? Is there a darkness you've never dealt with before? Is there some kind of evil going on? And the answer to that is, of course, yes. That's why this movie was made, because the Lord has separated the, the wheat and the chaff. And I think he's reaching out. He wants to reach out to the chaff still and still call them. And he's telling people, look, you have to stop. I am a God of mercy. This is your enemy. This is the enemy of mankind. So that's why basically we did it. We you know, I, I'm sorry. Good. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I mean, obviously, I've been involved in exorcism ministry and uh have have heard demons myself but i but i know we know a lot of exorcists we actually have one on our staff uh, at the avila institute all of them will attest that cases are up that cases are harder than ever before it's one of the reasons i was motivated to write spiritual warfare and discernment of spirits was to give people an easy handbook you know to understand the everyday movements of the enemy and how he inspires and you know, you did brilliantly in the movie. You w one of the most powerful things about it was you the the demon <laughs> described how he slowly and, and I know Jordan you you enough yeses and a few and, and few enough nos give increasing rights over the victim's physical and mental processes. Right, that was so, from the demon's mouth from to, the demon's mouth, and the I'm sure yeah. 
<laughs> the, the I could just see Carlos Martins buying that line, your your, your exorcist uh, advisor. But so the movie wasn't based on actual case or anything, but it is based on fact in the sense that it's authentic to what does possession, what can possession look like. It's authentic to how does one become possessed, whether whether you're really out to do it or not, because is, isn't that was fascinating too about this character is you get the sense he didn't necessarily want to be possessed, but he ended up possessed, which is scare the hell out of everybody who listens to this. I mean, look, this is, this is real. I mean, they, they just did a study seven out of 10 people in America believe that they have some sort of mental problem. Four out of those 10, four out of the seven believe it's demonic in some form or fashion. If you really, if those numbers are accurate, that means we're talking tens, hundreds of millions of people having this problem. And I believe it's because we're headed towards the end. Fran I believe the devil is frantic. I, I will give you. Yeah, I'm keep sorry, going. Yeah. No, you keep going. Yeah. Uh, I, I will give you a, uh, something that will blow your mind. Yeah. This is the first time I'm going to announce this because we kept this silent because there are a lot of people who will say, oh, I'm going to go do it. Um, to give you an idea, first of all, the reason that this movie has so been attacked and they're trying to uh, suppress it is we take the devil, we pull him out of the darkness and bring him into the light. And we show what, the, and he, he hates that because he works the best in darkness and in shadows, right? Whispering and doing, and people don't really believe him. This movie, by the time you're done, you will believe in the devil, but you will believe in God and you'll realize that the Lord is more powerful. However, when we did Unplanned, literally the day, the moment, the second we uh, put it out, Piracy across the internet went crazy. We lost between 10 million and 40 million views. Wow. And we said to the Lord, we got on our knees and we basically said to the Lord, Lord, I know this is theft, but we forgive them. We give it to them for free because I yeah. don't want to depend on all these people. And in a very unique and weird way, you're promoting the gospel. We're right. promoting yeah. it. So you're getting my message out, right? Now, the investors yeah. weren't too happy, but, you know, we'll, we'll just go do it, right? And yeah. so we literally don't let them do it. Yeah. On this movie, I want you to know what I've never said this before. We're in week six. Do you know how much uh, piracy has occurred? How much? Not one. Mm. <laughs> Not mm -hmm. now, wait a second. Wait a second. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, every single movie gets pirated tens, hundreds of millions of times. There is not one video online. Now they say there is, but they lie, and that way you buy and they get your money. But that's not, it's not, there's not a nefarious online. Six weeks that shows you two things the devil is scared of this movie, and think of the grip he's got on people. Just think of the grip that he can, and they don't even realize it. They're not stealing the movie. Hmm. Well, thieves steal, and right. we don't have one. What kind of power, what kind of grip on mankind do you have hmm. when you can say, no, no one's going to steal this? Unbelievable. Or it's a mathematical anomaly. It cannot, it cannot occur. Yeah, I, I just love this man. Yeah. I love your passion. Uh, I love what you're doing with this movie. It's obviously God's working. Uh, nefarious, folks, you got to go see it. Go out to whoisnefarious.com. Uh, it's also flashing on your screen if you're watching the live stream. Make sure you go to Rumble 
spiritualdirection.com uh, just in case this gets pulled uh, spiritualdirection.com page and it's where we're going to begin posting a lot of our content yeah, yeah. And is that what you want to no, cover? just we're going to break so we're going to break so we'll be right back with Carrie Solomon writer producer director of nefarious a movie that I think every Catholic should see you shouldn't be afraid of it uh, it will not scare you to death it but it will light up your brain with some of the most important information you can have at your disposal to understand how people get possessed so you don't ever end up in that place and to understand how to fight the enemy the truth about the enemy nefarious who is nefarious.com we'll be right back Hi friends, we want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. This is Dan Jordan Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. We're talking with one of my, uh, one of the most fun guests of all time, but for all the right reasons, Carrie Solomon, writer, producer, director of Nefarious, passionate, on fire, unafraid, fearless Catholic. Love this guy. You got to see this movie. So Carrie being in deliverance ministry, we understand what retaliation is. And in fact, we're, we've got a, a, a something we're going to be publishing soon that has, uh, that helps people understand in deliverance ministry, how not to experience retaliation, at least as much as uh, not more than sometimes you you're, sometimes you're going to get it. Like, I got you, three well, you're always going to get it. Yeah, yeah. You're always going to get it. It's just how severe it is. <laughs> right, right. But you guys, uh, I, I, it's legendary. Actually, when I first heard about the movie, um, just in uh, from a, a guy who works here on the site on at the retreat center, he has a, some family members involved with the movie. And he said, man, you got to you got to pay attention to this nefarious movie. They are getting hammered behind the scenes. They're devout Catholics. You know, they're being uh, attacked and that sort of thing. This thing's real. This is going to be great. You know, so I'm like, whatever, you know, because <laughs> I've just, you know, I've seen everything. But when I saw the movie, I thought, oh, okay, yeah, yeah I get no, that. Yeah, so yeah. tell us, Carrie, about the uh, some of the kickback and the problems you've had with the movie. Well, I would tell your viewers or anyone that's watching, listening, and so on and so forth, if you don't believe in the devil, declare war against them and see what happens. Right. And that's what this movie does. So for starters, I mean, let's not even – I mean, I could go on for six hours. We're doing a making of thing that we'll go over. But I will tell you this. Let's not even talk about emails that won't be sent or get lost or anything electrical, right. cell phones that don't work suddenly and you're standing in the middle of New York or, or whatever. It's just crazy. So we have a priest on set on every movie, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We do mass adoration. We do the whole thing. We do confession practically every day. Um, 
and his appendix explodes and he almost dies. No, wow. And takes him out. So first, so then the priest is no longer on set, right? We have COVID hits the crew, wipes the movie out. Literally, we had to stop the movie for five months. Cost me $600,000. And then what happened was we, we I, I, and Chuck was very smart. He took me down to the set. We had to keep the set up. And that's what cost the 600. Because if I had torn down the set, I'd never be able to get it all back together. Right. We knew that I wouldn't, that the movie would never get done. You know, so we had that. We had an illegal strike that came out of nowhere. A totally biased, totally lied unbelievable uh the union just came in basically within 10 minutes called the federal government on us and basically said we were doing horrific things and stuff like that and i'm like what okay <laughs> they were like you don't want these people to work you don't want them to make a living i'm like i hired them okay <laughs> i mean so you know so went up there we have had we had eight accidents in the first 11 days totaled cars and then but but here's what's interesting all the cars are totaled not one scratch on any person. Mm. Not one scratch on any person. We had um, we had so many things that went on that were uh, crazy, just relentless. So eight car crashes, no one gets hurt. So the devil attacks to destroy, but the Lord protects us because he told us he would protect us. Okay, and so that's why we go forward in, in, in faith. The other day, literally less than a week ago, my producer, he's putting his baby in the back seat of his car and basically the baby's foot gets stuck. So he leans in to, to put him in the car seat. A car hits the door leaning against him at 45 miles an hour of SUV ripping the door off. He should be dead. He's left standing there with the baby, his wife and the other baby. They're totally fine other than being scared. Okay, so like a torpedo shot at him. Two days later, my marketing guy, the head of marketing and also one of our uh, producers, he basically uh, parks his car, goes towards his house. A uh, person falls asleep and slams into his car, taking out his car completely. This is a constant. The roof to my building in Burbank, the roof, and it's a big building, ripped off and made us have to go find other places. And it scattered the team and slowed our marketing effort. At the premiere... We did a premiere with, and we invited Father Carlos Martins. This is going to freak people out. Uh, so we're at the premiere. It's a press junket. You know, you're running all the people through. Uh, all of a sudden, there's noises coming out of the couches. And the light in the room is flicking on and off, on and off, on and off. The sound mixture that brings all the sound for the people that don't understand suddenly dies. The cameras get corrupted, the discs and the camera. So I call up Father. We call up Father. And, and, and come to the room. So he goes to his room. He makes holy water. He walks in the room. He says, stops. And he says, I know exactly what this is. Walks across the room, puts his wind, it's back to the window, five stories up, nothing behind him, opens his book, starts doing his holy water, opens his book, starts in, in Latin, doing an exorcism in place, of, of a place, in other words. Sure. And yeah. he starts doing it. As he starts doing it, female voice behind his right ear, demonic voice, chanting in his ear trying to distract him and break him from doing it he gets in and everything is in latin it was really cool and so what happens is he gets to the part in the exorcism and you tell me how cool this is when he gets to the part where it says behold the uh mighty and terrible name of jesus christ the noise the chanting behind his ear gone 
the lights stop flickering, the voices and stuff in the couch gone, everything else works. He puts his stuff away, like, in other words, just another day at the office, walks out, and we go downstairs, and he starts blessing <laughs> the theaters. I, this is crazy stuff, but, but what's amazing to me is that the Lord protects every single person that works for him, every person that loves him. Nothing can occur. Nothing can occur unless the Lord allows it. So he allows the devil to do his petty tricks and to destroy things, but not the people. It's really important so we don't, you know, you know some, some Catholics, when we start talking about this, uh, and, and we don't, we're not obsessed with it, we're obsessed with Jesus and his church, but there's a real battle and real war going on. And, if, and, and there was a key in the movie, there's a line in the movie that represents the wrong kind of thinking about this. And I, I, th I thought it was in our notes, but I couldn't find it, where he talks about you're losing, you're already losing. Oh, yeah. w what's the line? The, so the therapist comes back in after a pretty um, intense moment and uh, Nefarious says to him, are you ready for round two? Uh -huh. And the therapist, James, says, I didn't know this was a fight. And Nefarious looks at him and says, that's why you're losing. I, I, such a brilliant line, I have to tell you. So what does that represent? And this is the important thing about this, folks, is if you think you can avoid the fight, you're already losing. Right. If you're not in the fight, you're already losing. You cannot be a wuss and be a Christian. You just cannot be. So if you're afraid to go to this movie because, oh, maybe I'll attract the enemy. The enemy already knows who you are and where you are. Happy to hand you remote and new batteries for your remote and another bag of chips until he kicks your butt into hell before you die because you're not fighting, because you're not strong. So don't be afraid of going to a movie like this you need to learn about spiritual warfare in any way you really ought to buy spiritual warfare and discernment of spirits and i I'm, i donate my royalties i don't do this to make money so i'm not promoting the book to uh to make money i'm promoting it to help you to win the battle spiritual warfare and discernment of spirits the second one i wrote is devil in the castle Teresa of avila spiritual warfare and the progress of the soul but every time you advance the kingdom of god you're also crushing the kingdom of satan and if you're not crushing the kingdom of Satan, you're not advancing the kingdom of God. Right. And I want to give you two. I, I had a feeling we were going to go this way. So I had my ca uh, catechism of the Council of Trent ready. There's two lines that were perfectly, perfectly, uh, or there's two sections in here, short sections that were perfectly uh, shown in the movie. And that also will drive home the point that you just said. So this is from the Catechism of the Council of Trent. It's called The Audacity of Demons. From all this, we may understand that the power of these enemies is great their courage undaunted, their hatred for us enormous and unmeasured, that they also wage against us a perpetual war so that with them there can be no peace and no truce. And there are many who, because they do not feel the assaults of the demons against them, imagine that the whole matter is fictitious, nor is it surprising that such persons are not attacked by demons to whom they have voluntarily surrendered themselves. Mm -hmm. That's wow. Council of Trent. Awesome. <laughs> and, awesome. And that's driven home in a huge way. So I, I got lady. another I got another question because yeah. I I I love the, the name of the psychiatrist. Was that on purpose? The second psychiatrist. Um <laughs> <laughs> you can you can say please you can please I think that was, I thought, I thought that was a good okay, answer. good enough. It's best that you if you after spending an hour with me. <laughs> you know the answer to that already. <laughs> Moving on. 
<laughs> Moving on. Should the average person be concerned uh, about whether whether the devil is real or not? I, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, this is uh, something that I'm passionate about. So Chuck is passionate about. I think every Christian, uh, every Catholic needs to be passionate about. Look, we are in a battle. Yeah. If we cede our authority to the dark side, they don't go away. If you just look politically in our country, the other side has not decided to stop attacking. Right. They're going for the gold, and they will yeah. not stop. Lying right. increases, cheating increases, doing foul things increases. The demonic does not. The Council of Trent phrase he just read is exactly why we made the movie. It's exactly. Right. This is a perpetual battle. Yeah. We cannot, as Catholics, just sit back. They will find you. They will come for you. They already know where you are. Yeah. And they yeah. know where you are. They're demonic. They, they've been watching you from the moment of your birth to destroy you. But the thing is that in Christianity, for some reason, the problem is in America, we have a good life. And in, in a good part of the world, has a good life. Not all of it. But the bottom line is that we build these Christian ghettos thinking that we'll lock out everything no. well oh those people speak uh, bad words so we won't associate with them that is the exact opposite of what jesus says hmm. we should be attacking you yeah. have to understand the authority of god has been given to us to rebuke the darkness we by just standing in a room of darkness give off light we're totally more powerful than the, than the enemy and people have got to understand we've got to get fired up about our faith, we got to get fired up about our God. He's calling us to carry our cross. He's calling us to go forward in battle on with Christian soldiers. Carrie, I don't know I, what people, I, people don't get. I want to let you go on for like an hour, but we don't have it. Tell people how they can support you in the movie. Uh, go to the movie. I mean, that would be one of <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, That's you know, between you know, in, rather than watching something horrific on TV that is corrupting your soul. Uh, it would be nice if you supported the movie because the bottom yeah. line is I know people think that, you know, we go in a room and click our fingers and this magically appears. It doesn't work that way. And so, you know, you got to support to go to Fandango, go to the movie theater. And if you don't catch it there, it will be on various places like Apple and Amazon who are not our friends, by the way, mm -hmm. and, and do bad, you know, brutal, brutal things to the movie. And, you know, look, we're fighting suppression. Yep. This, is a this is a serious issue. There is a reason the devil is trying to destroy this movie. Okay. I want to say to everyone, uh, get the trailer, drop it on your Facebook page. Oh, yeah. yeah. There uh, you go. Drop it into any of your social media. Sure. Drop it in, yep. put it in your email list. Uh, we're going to do everything we can um, to promote this movie and to, to help get the word out. It's that important. Until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit, soul, and body irreproachable at the coming of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.